Hello, everybody, and welcome to EFG, LFG, PST. This is a casual podcast fit for friends and family alike. My name is Stephen Dutzman. I'm your host, and I am joined this week by my very good friend of far too long, Dana Brown. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, Steve. How are you? I'm doing great. We are two weeks away. I know. From Shadowlands. I feel like we How were never going to get here. <laughs> I know. Right. It's crazy. Yes. They you know, we've got a new release date. We're getting ready. And I'm just staring. It feels like I'm staring down the barrel of a very excited loaded gun. Yes, I know. Right. I'm just, and, I'm ready for some new content. This is, this yeah. is going to be great. So speaking of new content, we're recording on Monday. So tomorrow morning, as we wake up, the servers will be coming down for maintenance and the pre-patch event will be starting which is mucho exciting and so it's going to be in north rend which is really where most of this stuff is kicking off i'm guessing Mm -hmm. and there will be mini bosses to fight and some of them will be bosses that were previously in raids and dungeons during wrath of the lich king which would be a nice little you know, fun time for people that remember those guys. There will be gear to be had. One of those bosses, and if you don't know who it is, I don't know either. Just kind of look it up on Wowhead or whatever. But one of those guys will be dropping a thirty-two, uh, a thirty-two slot bag. Which, if you don't have all thirty-two slot bags, those are, right. those are those sell on our server for about ten thousand gold. So Thanks. I would go kill a boss for a thirty-two thousand gold. That's how much Pixie sells them for. So uh-huh. I okay. know. I know because I thought I was buying 30. I thought I was paying for 30 slot bags in their <laughs> price range. And then I went and they were like, no, 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 they're 10,000 a piece. And I was like, oof. Uh, I bought three anyway, but I had to change characters. Um, but if you want a 10, 000, uh, 32 slot bag and to save yourself 10 grand on our server, go on and uh, hop on in and fight, fight whoever that boss is on every character you have. I am very much looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. Uh, all of my characters will be getting that 32 slot bag. Yep. Why the heck not? So, and there will be other, you're going to be able to kill monsters and get these weird Argent tokens that you're going to be able to turn in for I love level 100 gear which i level 100 gear is the equivalent of like regular nihilotha gear like normal nihilotha which a Uh, lot of my characters could use (laughs) yeah i mean so i am looking at the eye level for my brand my fresh level 50 outlaw rogue Mm -hmm. of from just a few days ago and the for sake of illustration, the eye level for level capped heirloom items is 58. Oh, OK. I didn't so, know. That. Yes. So if you're wearing heirloom gear leveling up to the cap, they become level 58 when you get to the level cap. So getting eye level 100 armor will definitely help with leveling through some of the various you know, the the beginning stages of the expansion. And so also, I think they, at least on the Alliance side, I think they look pretty cool. Uh, They're alternate colors of some sets that were teased before. I specifically like the cloth set. I think Mm -hmm. the cloth set looks really nice. I think the shoulders are really cool. So, you know, if you're you're a transmog collector or if you like white armor on your characters, then roll with that. I think, you know, some folks might really enjoy that. But the other piece is it's eye level 100 gear. 
which for some people, especially for undergeared alt, it will be an upgrade. You know, if you have a character that's us or whatnot, then you're really going for the transmog, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, you know, you maybe spend some time working with your alts on that one, which is what I'm going to do. My mains are just going to kind of sit this one out outside of killing that boss. Yeah. Um, the other side of this is you get to try and be a zombie and run around like infecting people and stuff. And that's kind of cool. That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm just going to go around biting people. I mean, I do um, that anyway. But, yeah, don't know. threaten people with a good time. <laughs> so th- what's interesting is this the zombie infection event. It's been done a couple of times in the past. Mm-hmm. And it's been done different ways So while leading up to this expansion. Because initially it was way overtuned and was way dangerous. And people like wiping out whole cities. Oh, and so since then, it has been nerfed kind of to oblivion. Okay. Which... You know, it, some people are very disappointed by. I'm interested to see, you know, how it works. I think yeah. the big issue is from a quality of life standpoint, what they didn't want is an unlimited wave of zombies killing the auction house vendors. Yeah, that's fair. And the flight master every five minutes. Yeah. Because we actually had this problem before the pre patch came out where. Horde characters were coming into Stormwind and just repeatedly killing the uh, auction house staff Hmm. until like enough people logged in. They would do it all day and then they would do it until people logged in at night that were skilled enough to get rid of them. Mm -hmm. And and even worse, there were like always a group of three of them. So like if one person stepped in too early, they were toast. So yeah. it was like really waiting until there was like a critical mass of alliance. It was a hot mess. So they don't want that again, especially, you know, personally, I don't know why they don't just put the auction house people behind a wall and just make them untargetable by enemies, right. you know, and they can do it. And, but, you know, whatever, this is part of the deal. Um I will definitely investigate the zombie bitey thing. I think it could be <laughs> fun, but I'm going to be too busy trying to get these tokens. So I don't know. That's I don't have a lot of time. I also had the goal of getting four characters leveled before up to the cap before the expansion. And uh, I am definitely not going to make it. I got very, very goofy thinking about it. And it is just it ain't happening. Uh, I have my demon hunter, my second demon hunter, but that was very easy. It was 12 levels and yeah. I did most of it in one day in Stormsong Valley. And uh, I got my rogue up to level 60 or up to 50 and that was great and so now i'm doing my druid i got my druid to 35 now admittedly that's pretty good it's only 15 more levels left but my my warrior who is the last straggler is only level 27 right now so it would take a miracle and i could do it something i got this weekend and everything but there's these little things called new generation consoles uh the uh, xbox series x and the playstation 5 and both of them will be at my house this week so yeah you're gonna be a little uh, preoccupied just a little bit i got listen i got work to do and (laughs) uh, as you can imagine i'm not exactly angry about it there's a new tetris game coming to the xbox series x so of course i'm gonna take the graphical powerhouse that is a next gen console and play tetris on it um, and Spider-Man, but that's not PlayStation because, of course, I'm going to play Spider-Man because, you know, I'm that kind of dork. But anyway, yep, I have another podcast for that. 
so you are uh, I, I have not seen you log in I know have you, have you just been logging in to do your transmutes and then like watching Critical Role Pretty much. That's pretty much my life right now. I so I came I came to the critical role uh, empire very late, and there's a lot to catch up on. There's 115 episodes, and I'm on episode 32, and they're four hours long. And I'm trying so hard to at least watch like one a day, if I can. On the weekends, I watch like two a day, maybe three, depending on how like lethargic I plan to be and I'm just like I'm just eating it up and loving it and I'm like I want to get further along but I'm also enjoying the ride and yeah that that is that is consuming my life at this point yeah listen I am not mad I think (laughs) you have played every minute of this expansion you've certainly earned your rest I I think I mean it's a short-lived two weeks i'm going to be back to the actually even tomorrow i'm going to be back into playing a lot more because of the pre-patch stuff yeah exactly so i i look forward to actually talking with you in chat again right <laughs> um so yeah no this is one of those things where i'm i am uh i i kind of envy you for your little break um I, not like i'm not gonna you know not like i'm chained to this game i'd certainly not but the you know, my break is filled with uh, other games. You know, you get to you know, watch TV and stuff. How weird is that? <laughs> so, that? yeah, I know. It's crazy. Um, you know, how, how weird is it going to be, like, when the pandemic is over and, like, we can go places? <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't even know what I'm going to do with myself when I can actually, like, go visit family and go visit my friends out in the Pacific Northwest. I just, it's going to be really weird being able to just, like, green light that again. Yeah, I know. It's going to be super weird. I actually was on a uh, Twitter conversation with a guy named Andy Robertson. He's uh, He runs a YouTube family gaming channel um, over in the UK. Oh, cool. And he and I, we always meet at New York Toy Fair, which is in February uh-huh. mm-hmm. in the Javits Center. You've heard me talk about this before. Yes. And <laughs> that's like our one time because he always comes here. And it's like his, you know, he, he comes to New York Toy Fair and he goes to E3. And those are like the two times he comes to the United States. And obviously I don't go to E3 very often. True. Um, and so the uh, – but I go to New York Toy Fair every year. And so we always bump into each other. And he sent me a picture because he was going through his phone. He's like, hey, remember this? And I was like, yeah, I do. It feels like it was a whole other world because – It was me and uh, Linda, the mistress of magnificence, mom on our board game podcast and uh, and him. And we were standing within five feet of each other because we like kind of squished in for a selfie. Mm -hmm. And how weird is that going to be to do that with people again? Like, I know I say that to, you know, like, you know what I mean? It's just it 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 hit different kind of looking at the picture and because it was the last thing I did before lockdown. And we pondered not even going because it was in late February Mm -hmm. and they had like closed down the Chinese platform. You know, there's obviously, you know, it's a toy convention. So, you know, there's Chinese logistics and distributors and, you know, all that stuff. They have a big presence there. And they we 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 thought about it and we said, you know what, this will be our one last thing. Yeah. And we bumped into him. And, you know, we took this picture. And so it's just going to be really interesting. 
Um, and I think it's going to be interesting for World of Warcraft, right? Like, I, we know their numbers have ballooned as a yes. result of the pandemic. So it'll be really interesting to see if the pandemic numbers are maintained by the expansion. I, I think anecdotally, I think it will. I mean, it got yeah. me. I'm back. Sure. And you know, guilt chat, it feels like every day a new person comes back in and I don't know who they are, but everybody else reacts. <laughs> I have yet to see someone come back and recognize me. Yeah. Um, you would need like gonna, LP or Newhart for that. That we would need something crazy. That doesn't mean it's not possible. Sure. I mean, that's not possible. Um, I have, I, there are rumors of some folks that are planning out that, that have told me they are coming back that would absolutely recognize me. Um, but it would definitely need to be some old timers to get me. Do I know these people? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So anyway, let's get to the news. Because, you know, we could talk for hours about how kind of excited we are for the expansion to come in a couple weeks and what we are guessing is going to happen population wise. And if you guys have thoughts, please, you know, hit us up on Twitter or um, send us an email. EFG, LFG, PST at EngageFamilyGaming.com. But the or tweet at us EFG underscore LFG underscore PST. Um but let's talk about some news because there's actually been some kind of interesting stuff. This has not been a very busy week. No, it's a pretty slow week, but it's, it's yeah. about to get so much worse. So, <laughs> Oh, it's going to get nuts. So this is our last slow week for a while. We get to you, you and I get to have like talks. Of, we, we get to talk about when it inevitably in a couple weeks, we get to talk about how it inevitably set some kind of new engagement record, according to their PR with like 15 different caveats. That's going to be great. Yep. We get to explain, well, it's really popular, but this is why this doesn't mean anything. It's going to be great. We get to dissect PR speak. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) So, uh, but it's slow week, but I think a good one. So the first thing I want to talk about is, and I did not mention this in our pre-show meeting because I completely forgot, is um, if anyone here was planning on buying multi-box broadcasting software and playing as 10 druids mining things, you can't do that anymore. No. That's naughty now. Mm-hmm. I don't know that anybody was planning on that. That's a little hardcore for our little casual podcast. However... This means two things for us. One, no one can do that. So if you're thinking of trying to do that, don't because it'll get you banned. But the second piece is those of us who like to herb or mine will not have to deal with that in the Shadowlands. That's good. It's gone. So we had a little brief discussion about that on our, our guild's Discord. And the general consensus is yes. <laughs> um, and it makes sense. You know, one multiboxer can ruin any farmer's day. Yes. So, so if you were planning on it, don't. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Think about something else. Think about something else. Uh, level a druid. That's the answer. That's how you get it. Just level a druid. One. Yep. Get a druid up there. Get a speed set. By all means, go to the Firelands and kill that guy at the end so you can be like a fire cat because that's cool looking. Yes. But but like the rest of it, I don't know. Just don't multibox. So uh, the so that's that's really it. That's all there is. The economy is going to be very <laughs> weird. I will say this. I know as someone who likes to make gold, I would have been concerned that that was going to f- flip the economy upside down. It was going to cause all kinds of issues. Kind of flood the market a little bit. 
Well, I think maybe not. I don't know, because now people are going to be getting less. I think it's going to be more people. You know, the the nodes are going to be spread out more amongst different people as opposed Mm -hmm. to one person really controlling the market. So I think... Um, it, it would certainly throw some uncertainty in the market, which could do some crazy things. The good news is uh, the market basically gets thrown around like crazy when new expansions come out anyway. So I think this is actually like the perfect time to do it. Like absolutely in the middle of the expansion. I mean, sure, they could have done it at any time. But I think now is the perfect opportunity to do that. Um, I feel I will admit that I feel kind of bad for the people that had multiple accounts that they bought Shadowlands on so that they could multibox. But like whatever if you're multi-boxing you probably paid for your world of warcraft using in-game gold anyway (laughs) so you'll be fine i think yeah that's that that's the multi-boxing thing no big deal the next thing how about that that cool blue yeti world of warcraft microphone i know i i didn't until you mentioned it and the thing is pretty sweet not gonna lie Yep. Um, so Blue Yeti is a uh, they make professional streamer microphones uh, for sake of full disclosure. There's no there's no sponsorships or anything here. So we're just bringing it up because it's neat. This podcast, or at least the audio on my end, is recorded using a Blue Yeti snowball mic. <laughs> These are like in, the, the one I have is kind of like an industry standard for starter podcasters. It's like, oh, I want to stream or I want to podcast. What kind of microphone do we get? Most people recommend a Blue Yeti for two reasons. One, they're very good. But the other piece is they are often on sale. So you can get it for a low enough price that if you buy it and decide podcasting sucks, which some people burn out pretty quick or decide they don't like it or they're not good at it, etc., you're not out 500 bucks because the thing about podcasting is you know, the thing about podcasting is, you know, you don't know until you do it right. As you found yeah. out, yeah. you did not know. I, I asked you if you wanted to be on there and you were super in with gusto, but I knew <laughs> that you could have done two episodes and been like, you know what, Steve, I don't like talking to you for 45 minutes a week. <laughs> um, um, you know, I like you, but I don't like you that much. Uh, I like you, but I don't <laughs> like you that much. And, 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 some people just aren't comfortable talking to an audience and things like that. So you don't, you could easily, if you went all in on sound stuff for a podcast, you could spend hundreds upon hundreds of dollars, thousands upon thousands of dollars. You don't really have to. So what I really, so blue Yeti, they are, they make really good microphones. And so they have a, a streaming is what they call it. A streaming USB mic with, uh, they call it blue voice. The interesting thing is, number one, it's the World of Warcraft edition. It's got like gold. The the base of it is a uh, it actually looks like it's got World of Warcraft runes. Um, it's gold. It says World of Warcraft on it. That by itself, not a big deal. But the the really cool thing is that it comes with some software that, to my understanding, you can't really get elsewhere, where you actually can play sound bites from the game and program it so that they'll pl- almost like making a, a radio soundboard, but with World of Warcraft audio samples. That's pretty cool. Not going to lie. And it also has voice modulation. Okay, which means that I could talk into the mic and make it make it so it makes me sound like an orc or a night elf, uh, you know, which sounds really awesome to me. 
to the point where I have very strongly considered my wife is standing behind me, everybody. This is bad radio, but my wife is standing behind me on this video call, shaking her head because she's her. like, wow, you're a big she just, she just put the L on her forehead. Oh, I am man. not Shrek. We have just gone back to the 90s. On it. Um, that was the least what, funny thing you've said all day. Oh, my, my oldest son is now heckling me. What's oh, So if, since you're going to be here, you can may as well guest on the show, honey. What's wrong with this microphone? It, I mean, it's a little dorky. It's a little dorky? A little bit dorky, yeah. Facts. So, <laughs> Facts. Uh, it yeah. seems a little excessive to make, you know, orc and night elf sounds. And- I mean, this is a World of Warcraft podcast. <laughs> you know you use it on your other podcast and every time you're talking to somebody in a Zoom meeting, too. I mean... Uh, you damn right. You damn right. That's true. You damn right. You damn right. Everybody listening. Everywhere. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I damn well would. So that's it. If you are interested in taking a look at it, just look up Yeti, Y-E-T-I, World of Warcraft Edition microphone. I bring it up. I mean, I guess if somebody wants to buy it for me, go ahead. Um, <laughs> I would not be upset. The, the downside is it's 200 bucks, but it, I just think people should take a look at it. I think it looks nice, right? Yeah. You didn't have any idea what it was. Don't, it, doesn't I, it look nice? It does. So I, I've been eyeballing the the Yeti, the blue one, and mm-hmm. but it's again, it's like a hundred bucks or hundred and twenty bucks or something like that. And I'm like, eh, okay, I just built a computer. I can like cool it on like the electronic front for a little bit. You know, Christmas is coming. Maybe I could throw it up on the list or something. But. So I've had my eye on it, and every time we end up in Best Buy, I always end up looking at it. But this one's pretty cool to be, like, actually, like, stamped with the World of Warcraft logo, to have the uh, the soundboard that comes with it, and then to be able to, like, modify your voice to, like, you know, embody Thrall or embody, you know, Taronda or something. Like, that's kind of cool. In a nerdy, dorky way, but, nerdy, you know, way. as we are. Could you, could you be angry enough to be Taronda? Uh, yeah. She's pretty okay, angry. <laughs> you should see She's the stuff that I throw out at work sometimes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's see. Yeah, you're right. That's right. We should uh, we should ask your partner if you can get angry enough to be like Turan. <laughs> anyway, that's just me being silly. So anyway, that is the World of Warcraft microphone. It is super cool. I like it. Uh, I'm, I'm. It's on my list. We'll be uh, we'll be we'll be trying to figure out figure that out. So the next thing, and this is arguably the more important thing, you know, I'm just being goofy. The the real important thing is we are getting close to World of Warcraft Shadowlands. You and I have had all sorts of conversations. We talked about soulbinds, we talked about legendaries, we have talked about the covenants, which are a huge part of the game. Yes. It's this massive part of the game. But we've been really having very high-level discussions. Now, part of that is because we're a casual World of Warcraft podcast. We're not here. If somebody is if you if you are listening to us and you're like, man, I'm hoping that Steve and Dana will absolutely tell me what conduit I need to put on my soulbind to maximize my DPS in Mythic Plus. I regret to inform you. I am not that uh, Log off, because we're not, <laughs> that's not us. But even casual players got to pick talents. <laughs> and even casual players, you got to equip legendaries. That's like part of this whole deal for this expansion. So Wowhead, which is, by the way, I mean, we it, almost all of our content would not exist if it weren't for Wowhead. So they're a great resource. Go use them. But 
uh, part of the Fanbyte Media Network, which, by the way, interesting f- fun fact about Fanbyte is they have these sites for World of Warcraft and for other MMOs, but then they also sponsor podcasts. Oh. Um like the Spawn on Me podcast, which is a podcast dedicated to video games from the perspective of people of color, which is really just like a weird like connection that, you know, a friend of my other podcast, Khalif Adams, who posts Spawn on Me, all of a sudden he's bought up by, you know, their podcast is partnering with Fanbyte, who we rely on for a lot of the resources we use for our show. So it's just, a, you know, it is pretty cool. And so they, if you go to wowhead.com, and right across their toolbar, uh, they at the, at the very top, it says news, leveling, database, and tools. One of the options that is newly built there is a Shadowlands build planner. And they get into the weeds here. And this is yeah. why I really like this. This is obviously going to get updated over time. But basically, what it allows you to do is it lets you pick your class, your spec, and then it shows you your talents. It shows you the available soul binds, and it lets you choose between different covenants. Uh, it, it even lets you build legendaries. Nice. Big, um, which is amazing. And then it even lets you pick trinkets based on the trinkets that will be available in the game at some point. So this is an amazing resource. So if you've been saying to yourself, wow, I don't know what I'm going to do. There's all these systems, these talents, which have always been there, but there's talents, there's soul binds. What is all this going to look like? I would encourage you go to Wowhead, look at the Shadowlands build planner. It's right there under tools. You won't miss it. And you know, kind of kick the tires on it. I think I spent a bunch of time with this yesterday when I found out that it existed. Mm-hmm. And because I knew largely what I was going to do with my Paladin, right? Yeah. And I can kind of intuit what I think will be a good idea. You know, it might be wrong, but like I can kind of intuit what I would enjoy. And, but I have some classes, especially since I have this new all army. Like I have no idea what I'm going to do with my monk, who I have decided I want to be my tank because apparently brewmaster tanks are, are like top tier for the mm-hmm. next expansion. So I was like, hey, you know, be a brewmaster tank, whatever. And I have no idea what the heck those talents or abilities do, but this thing kind of lets you with no investment or opportunity cost. It lets you just kind of click around and figure it out, which I think is great. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely a good tool for a little bit more casual people who aren't looking to like mid-max stuff. Exactly. Now, there will certainly be, and we'll talk about resources. I'm sure after the expansion launches and after we've kind of settled in, we will certainly do a podcast where we'll talk about resources for folks that want to, you know, maybe you're making a new alt or you just need to kind of get settled, you know, where you can go, what websites you can use to try and just get the information you need so you can throw it onto the page so you can just hit buttons and do damage, Mm -hmm. right? Because some people you know they don't really care they're playing a mage they just want to know what they're supposed to do what buttons to push we'll talk about some resources on how to (laughs) yeah exactly we'll just get you there with the you know with what add-ons you need and stuff like that we'll do that then but for now for those of us that are going to be casually looking for stuff absolutely take a look at the shadowlands build planner shadowlands build planner i don't know why i lost the name of that and i had (laughs) scrolled down far enough that i couldn't see it you panicked a little. Panicked a little. <laughs> peed a little bit. I was going to say, did you pee a little bit? <laughs> pee a little bit. Yeah, so it, that it, it is, just to give an example, just to play it all out. Brewmaster Monk. So, you know, I chose my Brewmaster. 
or I chose the monk, chose the brewmaster, and then it, it even lets you pick PvP talents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it really gets into all the details, and it even has the available uh, conduits based on what's available in the game right now, where you can choose and choose them by level. Very cool. It's going to ask you to choose which covenant you're going to join, which is still the most important thing. You can change. We have learned that you're going to be able to make change. You're going to be able to change your various faction or not the faction to covenants, but it is still the most important decision you're going to make. So I definitely encourage folks to, you know, really take a look at the soul binds and how they interact with your talent trees for your mains before you make a decision that you will regret. All that's going to cost you is time. True. Right. But casual players are not made of time. You know, the hardcore players that, you know, that, that play 15 hours a day. True. They can make a mistake and it won't matter. But for, for folks that only play a couple hours a week, you know, having to basically lose an entire week because you made a wrong decision because you have to do quests to join, you know, whatever. Who wants to do that? So definitely take a look at these calculators and make sure the soul binds are what you want. The good news is you'll be able to redo your soul binds pretty regularly. So, yeah, as we talked about in a previous episode, what do you think about this now that you've now that you've kicked the tires on it a little bit? Does this sound like a tool you'll be using? Are, are we bookmarking this? Yes, I am. Bookmark- I am definitely bookmarking this because it is definitely kind of a one stop shop for all of my fiddling with my character like i can figure out talents and i can figure out legendaries i can figure out trinkets i can figure out enchantments like all these things that need to go together but we used to have to like go to different pages for those things and having them kind of all together is pretty nice and for it to kind of like lean you one way or the other to be like oh if you're going to do this this is your options and you know like these may be a little bit better than this and then you can cross check it with other websites like icy veins and stuff to make sure that you know you're you're doing what you want with your character yeah no i agree and i think i think for me actually you know because i understand talents they've been there since the beginning Mm -hmm. soul binds realistically are just we know how these work you know and the conduits are a new piece to it, but really it's just a talent tree that is a bit more customizable. It was the legendaries that I had a bit of a difficulty wrapping my mind around while we were waiting for the expansion to come out. And so now that this here, now it makes a lot more sense. I understood talents. I've played the game before, right? Talents are pretty straightforward and the soul binds they're a little different, but at the end of the day, they're just a different kind of talent tree that's shaped differently, right? You mm-hmm. know, with a little bit of customization. That's not incredibly difficult to figure out. And in the at least in the very beginning, we're not going to have a lot of options, right? You know, we might only have so many conduits. It won't be till the end when we have lots of options after we've played a bunch. Right. It was the legendaries that really threw me off. Like, I really just didn't conceptualize how they were built. And I had previously assumed that other people would just tell me what to do and I wouldn't need to make decisions. Same. However, so now uh, I understand a little bit better how they actually get put together. So I thought I would take a minute and just kind of walk through it because I think there are probably a lot of people that might be listening that this might be helpful to, including you, Dana. Probably. So, <laughs> Okay, so 
The first step is memories. Now, you could be making these yourself, but these are also going to be things that you're going to be buy on, be able to buy on the auction house. So these memories are going to be all over the place. Some of them you get from renown. Some of them you get through reputation. Some of them will be drops from bosses or from dungeons, be it heroic, mythic, normal, etc. They're going to be all over the place. So you're going to be getting probably some from PvP. And so there will be a big old list of memories that you need. And there will be neutral. And then there will be class specific. Neutral, obviously, I mean, they can be for anybody. Uh, and then there will be class. And then there will be class and spec specific memories. Now, those memories are like the core of the, of the legendary. So... Essentially, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to pick the effect that you want. So, for example, you might choose the ability, you know, I'm looking at a Brewmaster Monk. You might choose the legendary item effect Storm Stout's Last Keg, which is Keg Smash deals 30% additional damage and has one additional charge. That's the ability, right? Okay. Now, if you choose that ability, because that's what you want, it is limited. It can only be on a shoulder piece or gloves. So then you choose the item. And so at the end of the day, I'm a monk, so I wear leather. So I'm either going to be buying Umbrahide pauldrons or Umbrahide gauntlets. And so that's the next piece, right? So you decide... Do I want the shoulders or do I want the gloves? Now, obviously, you know, the, the shoulders, in fact, they're actually equivalent stat wise, which is really interesting. Some, you know, in some cases having like a chest piece versus legs or whatever, you know, the, the stats are a little different. But yeah. in this case, you decide, do you want the sh shoulders or the gloves? You're eventually going to kind of need to balance this out because eventually we're going to be able to have more than one legendary. I, I assume by the end of yeah. the expansion, we're probably going to have like three or four. Possible that like at the very end, there may just be no cap, <laughs> at which point the industry standard will be just have a full set. So then you're going to need to balance them out. But for now, you just kind of pick where you want to go. Okay. And so then you pick... I picked shoulders randomly, okay? And so then the next thing is there are two slots where there will be uh, crafting reagents, which are made by inscribers to um, augment the stats. And so there's one of haste and one of crit and one of mastery and one of versatility, otherwise known as all the secondary stats. And so you decide which two secondary stats you want. You can only put one of each of those on there. And so everybody's going to know their builds can be different for, for class and spec. And you just choose them and boom, that's your item. Um, other people will be making them and selling them. Yeah. So, for example, if I have a leather worker and I have that particular pattern, I will be able to make that and then put it up on the auction house and sell it. And then you can buy it. Or if you need it, maybe a guild, guildie can make it for you, that type of thing. So it's way easier than I thought it was. And this builder, this uh, calculator really gives you an idea what your options are because it really comes down to you pick the effect you want. Okay. And then it kind of leads you down there because the, the stats you need, we all know what stats we need because you know the primary and secondary stats you need. And if you don't go to Icy Veins, they'll tell you. <laughs> Ask a guildie. They'll tell you what you need. Yeah. And then, you know, because they all come with their base primary stat, right? You know, th these are monk shoulders. So it's agility and stamina. 
right? right. And then you can get the secondary stats uh, with these missives. It's way easier than I thought it would be. I was super overwhelmed because I just didn't really – it's not that I didn't understand. It's just that I assumed that it would be complicated and – you know that, but but it's way less arcane than it could have been. I think this is an example of Blizzard kind of getting design right. Sometimes they over-design stuff, yeah. <clears throat> like the conduit system, which <laughs> is way more complicated than it needs to. They could have just given us an extra talent tree and let us rotate between three of them, yeah. and maybe maybe we could only do it at in our sanctum city or whatever. You know, okay. like given a, but the fact that they're like, no, and you get these conduits, and then they they have eye levels and blah 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 blah. They didn't none of that crap, which is great. Um, so that's the legendaries, and it, it's very. I mean, that does doesn't that make it sound a little more simple? Once I did that, I was it like, does, oh, yeah. oh goodness, I have to actually <laughs> be able to get a legendary and not feel like I did something wrong. So yeah, there's that. Sweet. We yeah, that it. definitely feels like it simplified it a little bit for like, you know, the dumb people like me uh, to understand kind of like what's going into all of the things that we're going to need. Because yeah. legendaries before were just a random drop and it was just the complete legendary. And now we're like crafting them and yeah. like specifying them to our needs. Exactly. Exactly. Now, And from a money making perspective, let's be real, guys. Uh, oh, yeah. Being able to make these missives is going to make a whole lot of inscribers very happy. Lord knows my inscriber will be getting those patterns as quickly as possible so I can put stacks upon stacks of them up on the auction house at any given time. <laughs> now, the key is, you know, you're only going to need one. You're going to need to replace it over time. But this is one of those things that is, you know, we don't know what the usage pattern is going to be. But, yeah, it's legendaries. We're learning. It, it, yes. We're getting we're getting there piece by piece, little bit by little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think the trinkets thing is a little extra. I, I, I It was a little overwhelming. It's got this really big, long list. So I don't know that anybody's really going to be able to, like, dig into it yet. But whatever we'll get there yeah we'll get there. we'll figure so, it out in real time yeah we'll figure it out in real time <laughs> listen we still got to get past this zombie event and right. then we got to get to level 50 because none of this really matters until we're or level 60 rather none of this matters until we actually level through the campaign right. which i cannot wait to do these zones the more that i see them blizzard in the last couple of weeks did these awesome compilation videos where they were kind of flyovers of the different zones just to give us an idea. I cannot wait. There is not a single zone that I'm not excited to explore and learn. And considering how much I love some of the zones in Battle for Azeroth, like I love Stormsong Valley. I could just spend all day there, you know. I I feel like these zones are going to be a lot of fun to play in. And also, I am really excited to see what comes next. Like, I I want to explore them, you know, fall in love with these zones. You know, probably the Kyrian and the Night Fae more than the other two, but the other two even look great. Yeah, for sure. They're all the Night Fae. Oh, man, the Night Fae zone looks so good. I know. I can't wait. That's the one I'm definitely looking forward to. Yeah. Oh, you know, another thing we found out, and we probably knew this, but it's worth mentioning, is that if you unlock a transmog, you can't use it with other characters that are not in the same fact, in the same covenant. However, 
if, for example, you have a druid that wears leather and you get all the way through, you can use that transmog if the character joins that covenant. Okay. So that's an interesting piece. Like, interesting. you know, but I can't join, have one of my alts join the Necrolords and another one join the Kyrian and then they can wear each other's plate. That doesn't right. work. I mean, that makes sense. It, it, would be weird to be like wearing your not enemies, but like your enemies' clothes for a lack of a better term. Like, yeah, it doesn't no, make you, sense. You're right. Yeah, you're right. It, it's weird, and so you're not going to be able to do that. And I'm fine with that. You know, the characters got to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, yeah. This is a wild. And, it's a wild and crazy world we're living in, and we are two weeks away, Dana. I know. So excited. So, everybody, we did it. This has been episode 16 of EFG, LFG, PST. It's a casual World of Warcraft podcast, suitable for friends and family alike. Dana, thank you very much for joining me today on episode 16. We did it. We're moving closer to episode 20 and 25 and 50. It's crazy. We we have not gotten canceled yet. Can't stop us now. can't no ain't can't nobody stop us now. So everybody, hope you I hope you guys have yourself a great week. Hope you enjoy pre patch event starting well started on Tuesday. We'll be back with our goofy stories. Let's see if uh, Dana is able to capture Stormwind. Yes. Until next time, have yourself a great night, and don't forget get your family game on. See you soon. Bye. Bye.